You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. And good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. What's up? It is podcast number 9009 here on the Connect Church Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for liking. Thanks for subscribing. Just thank you very much for being a part of the Connect Church Podcast. <laughs> I went on the um, the podcast page, whatever it is, and we have 23 five-star ratings. We wow. want to say thank you yes. to our audience. That's awesome. I've never had 23 people like me in my life. Oh, that is just awesome. That is awesome. Well, we appreciate you doing that and giving the five stars and pushing it out there into radio podcast land on the Apple podcast app, Google podcast, SoundCloud, um, YouTube, wherever Spotify, you can find podcasts. We're on it. I probably guarantee yeah. Can you say all that again? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, so uh, last week we had a lot of fun. We live-streamed uh, mm-hmm. a video live stream of the podcast. And like I said, we're not going to do that every time. Uh, but this week, the guy who was uh, podcasting it for us or, or streaming it is out of town. So here we are back on the regular old, uh, the old way of doing things here on episode number nine. So, he's suffering for Christ and Disney. He is, because, I mean, he's having to wear that mask all day or they'll kick you out of the park. That's what they'll do. I hope the teacups break. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we, we will plan to do that again next week, maybe, hopefully, if we can get it all together, because it was a lot of fun and we had a lot of great interaction with it. And that's what this is all about. We want to... Uh, make this an avenue of sharing and interacting and just trying to reach somebody who would not listen to a sermon, give them the opportunity to hear a little bit of the gospel through a podcast. And um, one day, uh, besides the spiritual stuff, one day when we have time, I'll tell you my story of the teacups in Disney World and Shaquille O'Neal. It's a lengthy story. Uh, yes, <laughs> we've heard it. I mean, I, we've yes, we've heard it. Yes, many times. <laughs> anyway, so it was a it was a fun podcast. So check that out. You can watch it on our Facebook page. Uh, find it from last week, or you can just go back and listen to it on the podcast app. Um, check it out. That was number eight. Uh, we had a great time this weekend with our Connect Church family in the Grove. Connecting the Grove was here yes, this weekend. Yes. That was a lot of fun, and uh, it was a joy to have them. Now, they are family of mine, so it was uh, even bigger joy. It's always fun to hang out with family when we've lived away from family so long. You know, it's always fun to my most enjoyable part was knowing that you fell and broke your nose and had a bloody nose. Oh, it was wedding, awful. So. Like, I, I, I vividly remember falling down that staircase. And you were four. I was four, yes. Yeah. In a white tuxedo. So I just got the visual of that, and it's hilarious. Sorry. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we were glad to have them this weekend. It was awesome. Are you guys okay today? Andrew, you being a little quiet? Yeah, I'm. I need another cup of coffee. You need a cup. Well, go in there and make you one. There's a cure egg right over I'll, there. I'll be back in about five minutes. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, anyways, so uh, it was fun to have have them here in Tupelo and not in Missouri. They're doing an awesome thing, um, totally spirit-led, a God-led thing Amen. of just trying to find a way to be involved and be plugged in, um, even though they're 350 miles away. Mm-hmm. You know. So speaking of getting involved, it's a great time to get involved here at Connect Church. We've got Easter coming up. We've got a lot of things coming up. Um, the nursery is just exploding with children right now. So shameless plug, if you're willing and able to volunteer for the nursery, uh, you know, get in touch with the church office and we can get you in touch with Ashley then who can 
uh, make that happen. That place is booming. I know you could probably use some more kids, church workers. Always. Always some solid, reliable teachers and volunteers in the kids' church because yes. we just got kids growing out of our ears around here. We had I watched four new families walk in Sunday morning, uh, and, and you know, which is awesome, but I swear they had like eight kids apiece, and so it was, it yeah. was awesome. It was good. The, the so, yeah. ch- I saw it in the <laughs> second service, the line to check in. Was just like it, you would have thought it was the teacups, yeah, you know. Well, like it was right, just right. there was kids after kids trying to get checked no, in. And with spring break, we're like, no, there's not going to be right. you know, a whole lot of families and stuff here. And I think we had like our biggest Sunday in, since the beginning of the year. Right, <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. just yeah. crazy. Had, it was had crazy. a large tennis. We, I, I thought the um, the Walton family was, you know, that's too old for you guys. End of the seventies, they had like twelve. I know kids. the Walton family. The Walton family, yeah, and they had. Well, no, the Waltons on TV. Show. I know. My, my my grandpa used to sit there and watch it on the oh, t- okay. on the TV that was on the floor. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Built into the thing. So did my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> we'd sit, we'd I, sit I in the floor and watch the Waltons while he smoked his cigarette. It, it was yes. <laughs> no, that was grandma. <laughs> no, not my grandma. It, 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 my it was, grandma. It was absolutely the most boring show ever. But it, they had twelve kids, so yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, all right, so we started a new sermon series this week, Philippians, the uh joy in the journey. And you know what, guys? We talked about it last week, and so I went and got it here. Let's see what. Let's see if we can do this. This is a journey of joy. Huh? Yeah, a little Karen Peck, Karen Peck and New River. Uh, yeah, journey of joy. Oh. Anyway, that's the uh, title of our sermon series. I went and pulled that audio for you guys. Impressive. So a, yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, anyway, so yeah, journey of joy. So give us a rundown on what you uh, hit on about the um, not who you hit on, but what you hit on. Yeah, that's, that was uh, important. Journey of joy. Uh, clarification there. Yeah, yeah we uh, we talked and titled the sermon "Setting Yourselves for the Harbor of Joy." Go back and listen to our sermon podcast or webpage, and you can check all of those details out. But uh, we begin with the Halloween illustration. You yeah. know, talked about you know oh, how yes. that the fact that we wind up in our lives living, you know, trying to find the light, trying to find some kind of joy. In in our life, and the world just continually takes us down the wrong road, and it is filled with so much pain. And Paul introduces this whole subject matter by talking to the church at Philippi, and he is in a Roman prison. You could just tell the audience was really uh, getting connected to the fact that this isn't just, you know, a diatribe of, you know, hey, you need to learn to be positive, and we need to, you know, get a self-help book. This guy is writing from a jail cell. We don't know exactly where, but he's been in prison for at least two years at this point. And so he's now writing on how to stay faithful in the church and his messages to the congregation. Hey, we want you guys don't give up. But in the midst of that, he gives uh, a, a lifestyle uh, challenge to the church about how to be joyful. Yeah. And uh, you had the audience write down um, a quote that was really good and impactful, I thought. And uh, most people took a picture of it with their phone. It says, joy is an attitude of the heart determined by confidence in God. Yeah. What does that mean? And so what? what is just a summary from different Bible scholars and I put together, you know, for all the preparation of the sermon. And it it's really summarizes the text of what Paul was saying. And, and his argument's going to be for all four chapters is, hey, guys, don't let your circumstances dictate the joy in your life. You know, I'm in a jail cell. You guys are going through some adversity in the church, but hang in there. Uh, God is in a journey of carrying us to the Father's mission. So change your attitude and see the big picture, you know, and that's where you find joy in the daily. It's, um, you know, we need to write a song about keep me in the moment. But anyway, uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, and that's sort of. I just change the words up around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, speaking of songs, uh, you said uh, you brought up the kids' song of I've Got Joy. In my joy heart, down in my heart. heart. 
and you said there was a bunch of different verses. Do you know any of those verses? Because I didn't really hear you say them during the sermon. That's all I know. That's all you know? Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, there was, let's see. He, I've got the wonderful love of oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, those yeah, verses, yeah. you know. Yeah. Do you and remember the, what they are? The devil sit on attack. If the devil doesn't like it, he can sit, sit on, on attack. Yeah. yeah. Um, Is that I'm, politically correct today? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, there was another one that the uh, I learned in Veggie Tales. Um, uh, I've got the wonderful love of the blessed Redeemer way down in the depths of my heart. Way down in the depths of my heart. That's kind of the same as the yeah, first one. Yeah, I don't one. know that one. Um, <laughs> the peace that passes all understanding. You're going down. really old school now. There's I know, no way yeah. in yeah. Oh, I was going to say the peace that passes understanding. I feel like I've heard that one, the sit on attack. I don't know the one you just said with all the words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was way too much. The wonderful love of the blessed Redeemer way down in the depths of my heart. <laughs> Lecrae should put that in one of his songs. Absolutely. Oh, that would be that classic. Would be that Absolutely. would be epic. Yes. All right. So then, then you, so you went from there uh, talking about the kids' song and stuff into joy in our way of thinking, um, and I love the mindset of that. Like I've um, back in my twenties, you know, I was always a stupid person usually and did dumb things, but somehow, some way, like I got this mindset change of. And honestly, I learned it from Colin Cowherd on the radio because he always talked. <laughs> it's crazy. He always talked about your perspective on mm-hmm. things is mm-hmm. what yeah. determines the, how you um, react to certain things. And so, like that's always hit home. And and when it comes to worship and and when it comes to what the bad things that are happening in our life, well, what's our perspective? You know, is our perspective one of well, this stinks, or is it one of you know, this is a t- this is. God is using this to show me something, you know, our perspective and, and joy in our way of thinking. So joy in a perspective that way, I guess. Yeah, I love Philippians um, 1, six, and it says, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ. And it, and it comes back to the whole thing we've been talking about today. There'll be a theme throughout the book. And your way of thinking has got to be, you know what? I can't let my day today, this hour, this moment, this time period of my life, this bad stuff that's happening define me and you change your way of thinking no jesus has begun a good work today's a a bump in the road today's a day in the ditch today's you know really bad and just own it it is really bad but in the midst of all of that i've got to know the big picture is is that god's going to accomplish and and carry me to do his mission it's not about me being happy it's not about me finding my place in life it's that big mission in life. And I know Andrew has that challenge to talk to the teens, you know, especially, but all of us need that every day of our lives. So I'll let him elaborate on that. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that stuck out to me from um, the sermon was that it's not the, the quote that said, joy comes from confidence in God and nothing else, mm. but also that it says it's not a fleeting emotion. It becomes mm. a part of your character. Yeah. Um, you know, when, happiness is fleeting. There will be times you're happy. There's times you're not happy. Um, circumstances that are good. You, you know, you won the lottery, whatever. You run but, out uh, of coffee. You run out of coffee. That's a bad circumstance. Your dishwasher um, quits working. <laughs> your dishwasher quits working. Uh, you know, enter, you know, 90% of what happens throughout the week. But, um, you know, with happiness and circumstances are ever changing. Um, you're not always going to be happy. You're going to have good circumstances. You're going to have bad circumstances. But when you have joy, um, it's not just an emotion. It's not even, um, you know, just the circumstances that happen to you. Like you said, Tanner, it's your perspective. It's the way you interpret things around you and the way that you're interpreting those things around you are different because it's not confidence in anything you can do. It's not confidence in your circumstances. It's not confidence in yourself. It's confidence in God. And when you have that confidence in God, that faith, it shapes your perspective and you 
cultivate a true sense of joy even when these bad circumstances these unfortunate things happen you when you run out of coffee when you break down on the side of the road whatever happens and stuff it literally changes like your entire perspective and then my favorite quote of all was when um i'm probably going to butcher this but even talking about when uh, you may know joy and everything else and or you may have it in your heart, but some of you need to get it up to your faces because it's never <laughs> been shown on your faces. I think the whole church was like really surprised. Like that was actually really mm-hmm. clever of Terry to say and stuff. But I love that. I love that. That, you know, some of you guys have joy in your heart, but you need to let it come out it, to your faces. It, it's so far deep in your heart that it can't get to your face. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's down there somewhere because <laughs> we that, hadn't seen it. Yeah, and you talked about how I tell the music team and the, and the band, yeah. You know, you got to at least smile at least once. Good grief. You know, fake it if you have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm could, I mean, I'm for real with children's church, you know, sometimes they look you like a nod out of log and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I could never do what you do, Tanner, as far as like looking at these people singing about, you know, Jesus rose from the grave and look like they want to, you know, kill something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this Sunday night, even after that, you know, this Sunday night we had our, our music night and Keena's up there wailing it on Ain't No Grave, and I turn around in my choir, and they're all singing their hearts out, but they, a couple of them just looked like death. Yeah, yeah. And and so my only way to counteract that was Wait, just— was, get, was I one of those? Um, Probably. Okay. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, my only way to counteract that is to, like, turn, and, and in the moment, yeah. I gave this, like, nasty, cheesy— you did. Um, Jim Carrey esque smile. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. would you just smile for what we're talking about? There ain't no grave gonna hold us down. You know. Well, well you're totally right in all of that, but I will have to say kudos to you know for the most part, and it's just I don't know why people do that, and I think sometimes the 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 leaders, you know, on stage, the praise team and stuff, they're probably more nervous with the audience. So I get that. And they're not trained professionals and stuff and do it all the time like we do. But I will say this overall, I've never been in a church. Sunday night was amazing. And we actually, it was so cool the way God allowed us to just take a break from, you know, spring break and take step out of connect groups, step out of just the intensity of ministry and have a relaxing night. You did a phenomenal job with music night and all of those that participated, but the audience was so into we had the diversity of music but it was really nothing about the style of music Mm -hmm. it was about and we didn't even plan it to be more of a serious night so i love how our people i got feedback um all week so far from members that are just saying man the spirit of god was in here you could just enjoy it our folks are enjoying um and there so there's joy in in our singing here and it's worship and it's not the style and it's not that we're singing it's the fact that we are worshiping and, and God has saved us from all of this. So, man, I love it. And yeah. so you, you guys are all doing a good job. So let me go back to the joy sermon real quick and we'll wrap this up. Um, joy in your heart. Joy in our heart. Yeah, we have that, um, which I do have a song for that too, by the way. So like, sorry, so I, now you got me chasing a rabbit again. So during your sermon, I sent a text to Alan Rooker and I said, man, I've got a plethora of Southern gospel songs about joy and there's not a whole lot of contemporary songs about joy in my in my bank. But anyways, I won't even play it. Who cares? Um, anyway, so. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Hush. Uh, Prayers were answered. <laughs> well, now, God's since you, still working. Now, since you brought it up, we're gonna do it. We're gonna Terry, do it. unplug it. Terry, unplug the thing. That's right. Joy's gonna come in the morning. Anyways, all right. So you now we, I lost just, my joy. we just lost half of our listeners. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so the last point you said was joy in our prayer life. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now explain that to me, because I I'm not very good at it anyway. Okay. I mean, I'm an ordained reverend. Yeah. And I have you know, whatever, but I I suck in my prayer life just like everybody else does probably. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so for me, it's 
my prayer life has gotten a whole lot better since in the last th- three to four years. However, Good. you know, there's a lot of times where it's like, I'm doing this out of obligation or I'm mm-hmm. doing this because I know I'm supposed to. I'm not doing this because I have joy in it. So yeah. explain that to me. No, it's in it. It begins with the little phrase that I used to finish out point two about the joy in your heart thing. And I said, you think we, uh, you see, you, you see, we think we are unhappy because we don't get we what we want. And you know, a lot of times we pray, Lord, I, I don't have what I want, and and all those things. So we pray out of necessity, and there is no joy. You're right, Tanner. That's a very, you know, student thought about that. But then I made the statement. Then when you get what you want, you're still unhappy. And and you know, I see this as a pastor in my own life, but I see it certainly in the congregation. And, and what we've got to do to, to counter that thing that Satan lies to us and deceives us about, that God is just a shopping cart list that we pray just to get stuff to make us happy. And, and that's got to be where we change our mindset. So Paul says in verse 9, it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with the knowledge of all the discernment. So in other words, Paul is saying, guys, the key is not asking God to give you what you want, because even when he gives you the blessings, I've just been studying in Chronicles today and this week and this morning in my office, and, you know, every time God would bless them, they would go, okay, we got it, and then they would totally forget about God. It's not the stuff that made them happy. It's the relationship with God, and so we find joy in our prayer life by the fact that we get to talk to God every day, Mm -hmm. not just asking him. And and we need to approach it, you know, a good way to think about it. You know, for you, Tanner, um, you know, everybody use your own analogy here. You know, what would it be like if you got to talk to, uh, who's the head coach for Arkansas basketball? Eric Musselman. Eric Musselman. Musselmania. Yeah, yeah, he used to coach in the NBA. That's right, get on the must bus. Gotcha. And so what would it, how cool would it be if every morning on your famous Arkansas talk radio and basketball stuff and sports stuff, if Eric Musselman, you know, did a podcast with Tanner. That would be like your, yeah. your fantasy come true. Full disclosure, he has tweeted at me at he least has, three times the last two weeks. So and, and me and we're kind of getting there. And me and, and me and Andrew <laughs> hear about it every week right. that that happens. So, so you know, because you get excited about yeah. that personal relationship. Well, just think about this, guys. Whoever your earthly hero in relationship is, think about that, that you get to talk to the God of the universe every day. I mean, you literally get to do a podcast, except nobody. It's just you and him. How cool is that, that he wants to talk to you? The most important person in the universe wants to talk to you. And and so that's what we learn to fall in love with, that we get to. And the reason you want to talk to Eric Musselman is because you guys have the same interest in Arkansas basketball, and you know you're going to gain knowledge from him about the team and about all of that stuff, and it's going to you know hit your wellhouse. That's how we need to fall in love with God. He's going to help me understand my life better and I'm going to learn to rethink everything because I get to talk to him. Yeah, that's and, great. And even that's one awesome. of the practical implications of that is find some of these verses in Psalms or Hebrews and some of that stuff and start praying those attributes back to God. Yeah. So when you tell him, you know, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever, when you're going through the the valley of life or you're just going through a hard time, you can recall those truths because you've been praying that back to him. You've been letting him know in a relationship through awesome. prayer just saying, God, I know you're good, even though this sucks right now. <laughs> I know you're good, and I know that your love endures forever, and I know that you're for me and that you are going to bring this all to completion, that my joy may be complete. Like, That's you it. know all these things. So we're good about, like, going to the Philippians for whatever is true. God, help me think on these things and asking him right. to help us for a, you know, right. we're, we're good at, like, him asking him to help us think on these things, but it's good also to just 
tell him who he is. And, and because honestly, what it's doing is it's like you said, Tanner, from the beginning, it sh- helps shapes our perspective ultimately. Mm-hmm. So we can be reminded of these truths when we're going through um, hard times. So that's just kind of like a really practical tool that you can do and use Psalms, Isaiah, Hebrews, Colossians. All those are great books of the Bible. Find some of those good nuggets of truth about who the attributes of God are and you know, just pray that to yourself that's or ex- pray that back to that's them. That's excellent. And that's why we tell you to do your hear journals. You're never going to be able to find joy in your prayer life till you know more about him. And the reason what Andrew just said, the more you know who he is, the more you're like, oh, this guy is so cool. I've got to hang out with him. And then when we come back on Sunday and sing Waymaker, Miracle mm-hmm. Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, my God, that is who you are. Like, you know, I get overwhelmed singing that because I, even though I had a crappy week, he's a Waymaker. And I know that's true no matter how I feel or what I face this week. Well, good. That'll wrap up this uh, section of the podcast on next week's sermon. Terry, you want to give us a little teaser on what to expect this Sunday? Yeah, um, it's going to be a phenomenal day. Uh, I was last night, was doing all my research and study, and I was just blown away. This is how cool. You guys ready? You guys sitting down? Oh, yeah, you are. I'm sitting down. Yeah, yeah, that's good. (laughs) All right. So so, um, so, uh, last night I was, you know, finishing up the research, and we're ordaining somebody in our staff this um, Sunday. That's this Sunday? This Sunday, yeah. so yeah, well, that dude better give me a call. He yeah, well, yeah, well, well, Chris, yeah. yes, any dude, I've got that worked out for you. But uh, we're <laughs> ordaining Andrew, and so uh, one of our team will become the inner circle of us three being ordained. So anyway, so we'll ordain Andrew. Uh, this and here's the cool part: we're going to be in Philippians uh, chapter one, verses nine through eighteen. I'm sorry, verses eleven through eighteen. And guess what? It's about it's about the ministry. How wow. cool! All of that you're planning, and the whole topic that Paul's talking about is the role of a minister. And so that's what I'll be preaching on. And so it's just going to, when you know God puts that together a year in advance and that you wind up with that little paragraph on the yeah. Sunday that you're ordaining somebody, that is pretty little, that just gives you goosebumps. That is cool. And not to, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to pole vault your, your story, your ordination, Andrew, because uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before on my <laughs> memories was the uh, six, the seven-year anniversary of my ordination service. Nice. Yeah, it came up yesterday. That is, so, so wow. Yeah. So th- there's just really big stuff happening. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's good stuff. All right, well, that's the, the we'll wrap that up, uh, the Sermon Playback Podcast. Go check that out on um, Apple Podcasts or on our church website. You can watch the sermon on our website on the homepage or on the media page as well. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back here on the Connect Church Podcast. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. And we're back on the Connect Church podcast in segment number two. Uh, So guess what, guys? 
What? That, yeah, I was going to say that was your uh, cue to say what. Guess what, guys? Dose? Normally I say chicken butt. Chicken butt. So I've got us a group created on the ESPN yeah. Bracket Challenge app. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. created. So Sweet. For all you podcast listeners who enjoy March Madness, or if you don't, do it anyway. Fighting Illini. That's right. Get on the app, the (laughs) ESPN Tournament Challenge app. Create you a free account and create a bracket. And you can choose it by whose favorite team's colors you like. I don't care. Fill out a bracket. The winner will get something when we'll announce it on the podcast or something. Uh, They they can be a guest on our podcast. That's right. If they want to be a guest, we'll bring them in and (laughs) talk about it. That would be awesome. So that is live now. Get your app, ESPN Tournament Challenge app. It's the greatest time of the year. Absolutely. Illinois is going to be number one seed. Illinois is going to be number one seed. Most likely, probably. We'll see how the Big Ten Tournament goes because only one can win it. And yeah, but so we, they're going to knock each other out. We, and we already did so well in the regular season. We're, we're shooing. This we stuff gets to me. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> gets to me. He's All been right. an Illini fan now for like three yeah. minutes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Three months. <laughs> um, and then also, so I've decided that uh, next week we will unveil our own bracket on okay. the podcast. We're going to do the best TV show of all time. Okay? Wow. So if you're listening... I want you to email me your submission for your, the greatest TV show of all time. And I'm, we're, we're, together we'll seed the shows. We'll have them in little brackets. I'll make up a Google Doc and we'll send that out so people can vote, you know, this matchup, this matchup, this matchup. You know what I'm saying? Are you yeah. following me? Yeah. You look puzzled. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm just thinking. Puzzled. No, I'm already going in my th- yeah, Which I'm ones are the greatest that. shows? And, and, you know, I'm we'll, we'll decide if we want to take, like, Netflix originals or, you know, that, that oh, kind of no, thing. No. You know, so uh, sitcoms, uh, dramas, soap operas, if you want to. I don't care. Submit oh, yeah. them. Email them to me at tanner at triconnect.church. And in the subject line, just put a uh, podcast bracket, or you can uh, text it. I'm going to give out my number on the Connect Church podcast text machine. That's area code 615-975-4466. Text me your favorite TV show, greatest of all time, submission, and I'll, we will get this going for next week. Um, Happy days in Fonzie. All right, and then we should have this bracket wrapped up in, in three weeks, depending on how many submissions we get uh, for the greatest TV show of all, to- of all time. So I'm excited about that. It's going to be fun. I do know? have a question. What? If I submit at the Gaither ho- the Homecoming Gospel Hour as a submission, will you automatically put them as a one seed in the bracket? No, I, I, I wouldn't do that. I don't think I would do Good. that. Good. At you least know. we know you're not you're bipartisan. Yeah. You know, if, if I get a show that I've never heard of, I'll do a little research on it and see what, you know, is this even a real TV show? Because I don't want it to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, so we'll do that. So, And then uh, other things going on today, guys. Did you know, according to nationalcalendarday.com, today is National Mario Day. Yeah, March wow. 10th. Wow. Because when you look at it, it looks like it spells Mario. That's right. March 10th. Like Mario. M-A-R. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very good. That's a very astute of you. I like that. I'm glad you got <laughs> on to that. So let me ask you a Mario trivia question. Uh, what is Mario's last name? Oh. Hmm. Luigi. No. Well, that was his brother. <laughs> That's his brother. Something Italian. Well, yes, a little bit. So when, you, when, when I say... When I say spaghetti, oh, shut up. <laughs> when I say the Mario Brothers, who do you go for? Who do you think of? The Mario Brothers. Who are they? Mario and Luigi. Right. Yeah. So that would in turn be that Mario's last name is Mario. Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. The Mario Brothers. 
Oh. Follow it. <laughs> y'all faces right now, like that emoji with the brain yeah, popping Yeah, my out. brain just blew. Yeah, that, that is y'all's. Was... <laughs> Wait, is his name good. is Mario Mario? Well, I don't know if that's official, but doesn't that make sense? I yeah. know. I didn't know. Y'all, I just had an epiphany. That's what I'm naming my son. I'm going to name him Pierce Pierce. Pierce Pierce. Pierce. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I'm not sure Ashley Blinn's going to go for that, but <laughs> it, it's really scary that I totally follow in, uh, Tanner's logic. I know. It's the it's, Mario it's, Brothers. Yeah, that's okay. valid. It's like I saying mean, the Pierce Brothers. You know, like, wow. who, who is it? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. valid. Wow. Interesting. Huh. All right, well, let's get into our best and worst of the weekend. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Which was it? This is the worst. All right, Terry, we'll start with you. I feel like you're excited to get into this best and the worst. Oh, I am. And, well, I almost trumped into my new worst is Ron Swanson, yes. So I'm going to do my whole Ron Swanson impersonation, although that whole bit about Mario could be possibly my next worst. (laughs) But anyway, uh, so here's the thing. Uh, I've got all of this information. Tanner and Andrew, guess what I have in my hands? I have an envelope, and I am going to try to do Ron Swanson today. If you've ever watched Parks and Rec, he's anti-government and all those things. I have my firearm Oh, Permit yes. division. Oh, this is your worst of the weekend, right? This is my worst. Okay, is that what worst. I'm doing? Yeah, Again? go for okay. it. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm on the worst, baby. The worst. I mean, I'm here. Yeah. So, <laughs> on Monday, uh, Tuesday uh, morning, I drive to New Albany, uh, 30 miles to our uh, wonderful DMV department, and, and where you you know go in to get your renewal. All, to, all it is, Tanner, is my renewal for my firearm um, concealed carry permit. Mm-hmm. So, I go in there, and a little girl meets me at the front door and says, I'm sorry, sir, you can't come in here. And first of all, my Ron Swanson is in me is like, excuse me, Missy. First of all, I'm four times your age. Uh, you've got your nice little mask on. That's I've got a gun. That's gun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I really thought that, but I didn't. And so, yes. And so I'm here. And first of all, this building is paid for me by me. I own this building, your salary, because I am an American Mississippi taxpayer. Are you with me? Are you with me? Oh, yeah. So I'm on a whole thing. And so she tells me I can't come in my building. Uh, And and she tells me, you know, and she says, I'm sorry, sir. We no longer take walk-ins to get your renewal. I said, I that says that it's you know going to be out of date next week. I just need to walk in here. I've got all the, the forms. Website probably says website it. says it. You know, yeah. walk into the to the division, and I've all I need to do is get my new card. All I've got all the forms. They're all certified. Got them all, you know, properly filled out. And she says, "We don't do that now, right here. Uh, you have to mail those in, and it takes months to get all of that done." Oh yeah, we know how mail-in stuff goes. Well, yeah, right? especially to the government, right? Yeah, you know, and so all of those things. And so I all that was within me is Ronald Reagan, you know, the president of the United States outside of Abraham Lincoln, greatest. And so he makes this famous statement: "The nine most terrifying words in the English language are." I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. That's right. That's so spot on. And that is dead on. And so I just, the efficiency of government, Ron Swanson would say, is that we try to find the the most, and, and I appreciate all you government workers that are listening. So first of all, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure you do. Sure Thank you, you for do. the great job that you do. But somehow customer service in the government yeah. do not go together. And so I just want to think there's got to be somebody in an office in D.C. and in Jackson, Mississippi, that's going, how can we make this the most possible difficult experience <laughs> for, <Yeah. laughs> for our taxpayers? And so anyway, so we appreciate you government 
government workers love you. <laughs> All right, my my worst of the weekend is I'm gonna just blanket it with the whole cancel culture. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, blanket. you took mine. Oh, sorry. Um, anyways, <laughs> well, I, maybe I have something that you don't have because I saw this on Twitter, and you know they're you know they got rid of Dr. Seuss and they got rid of all this other stuff. You know the uh, who was it, Elmer Fudd? They got rid of or Pepe the Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe, yeah, Pepe, well, they got rid of him too this week. You know he's he's gone for. And I saw this wonderful tweet, and at first I thought it was sarcasm. Like, I really did. I thought this is sarcastic. And as I read into it, they're, they're dead serious with this. Okay? Stop it. It says, okay, uh, it's in response to the Pepe Le Pew being, and they cut him completely out of the new Space Jam sequel, by the way. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, which yeah. I'm not going to watch anyway because I, I mean, yeah, I would yeah. like to watch it, but I'm not going to support LeBron James and all that <laughs> other stuff. Anyways, um, so anyway, in response to the Pepe Le Pew tweet, this person says, um, okay, I'm holding Miss Piggy accountable since we're going down this route. Excessive violence towards guests and a variety of Muppets, plus various examples of sexual harassment towards Kermit the Frog. Oh yeah, she was. I mean, she was all over him. Right, yeah, and then yeah. somebody else. You know, like I said, I thought it was sarcastic, but they were they were being dead serious. They said, yeah. "I can't wait to see Miss Piggy canceled for all the physical and emotional abuse toward Kermit. Yeah. She's been karate chopping him since the '70s." Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's just good stuff. Yeah. That's good. I mean, imagine being that dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We all need to live in a bubble. Nobody needs to make a joke. Nobody needs yeah, to have a sense of humor. So, uh, Tanner, your sarcasm and personality is just, you're, you're out of touch. I'm out. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> all right, Andrew, what's your worst? So, I'm going to go ahead and take a step on the soapbox. Tanner and Terry will tell you right now that I don't talk politics. I, I try to be as bipartisan as possible. I believe Jesus was not Democrat, Republican. He wasn't white. So, let's, you know, get that straight right Libert- here. Libertarian. The, yeah, he's yeah. libertarian. <laughs> if, if he was, I would say he'd lean mostly that way but uh he was more concerned about his kingdom that was kind of the whole reason why he got killed but (laughs) anyway so i just i i don't talk politics or anything but man i had um somebody actually talk to us and my family about how dare we dress our daughter up for dr seuss week it was oh the places you go which by the way she was wearing wearing a red hot chili peppers (laughs) t-shirt you gave her a mohawk yeah we did give her a mohawk (laughs) and everything else did you stretch out her earlobes too come on (laughs) We gave her fake tats. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we gave her a fake arm sleeve. How dare you? Um, which I'm not even gonna lie. Is she somebody, still beautiful. Somebody sent us a link. They do have fake baby arm sleeves on wow, Amazon. Door. That's good. <laughs> we didn't get that. But uh, anyways, they they seriously were. I mean, in a way, attacking us, if you will, from their perspective, they were attacking us. Mm-hmm. Air quotes emphasized because they felt like because, a victim. <laughs> but, because we, how dare we dress our daughter up for Doctor Seuss Week on Oh the Places You'll Go. Because, I mean, I just, I can't. So even I saw this, and this is probably not even entirely appropriate, but I'm going to share it anyways. Hang on, uh, on, let me get my sensor button ready. (laughs) Play the music, Tanner. Play the music. (laughs) One of our uh, church members shared this, and I could not agree more. It says, goodbye, Pepe. Here's why longtime Looney Tunes character was canceled. And one of the comments underneath it said, I'm glad he's canceled. My children are safe from Pepe Le Pew. Now my son can get back to playing Grand Theft Auto, where he set a hooker on fire that he didn't have and he had the shooter so he didn't have to pay for in this video game yeah, of stealing yeah. cars like guys the the That's- lunacy and the hypocrisy of canceling a cartoon character and then constantly feeding into this agenda you got and 
I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm ill about this stuff this morning. And again, I'm not saying that we shouldn't learn from our mistakes and there weren't insensitive things said or done, but y'all, this is absolutely asinine and I'm done with it. Whoa, what'd you say? <laughs> Stupid Tanner. All right. Stupid. I wonder if the Mario Brothers will get canceled. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm, I'm All right. sure he was offensive to Peach yeah, or Toad or something. Yeah. All right, Terry, what's your best of the weekend? My best of the weekend is the fact that we are ready for March Madness. The Fighting Illini uh, should have won the division, but we beat Michigan and destroyed them. So, Brian. But anyway, uh, so So I – Yeah, so it's been (laughs) been since like – we're we're backed all the way to 95 in the Steve Abardo era, the last time I was really totally excited about Illinois basketball. What about 05? 05, but you knew that team wasn't going to win. I they mean, were good. It, they were good. They were good. They were solid. It was a good, solid team. But 95 is our sort of, you know, our mark that for way back fans. But anyway. What happened in 95 with the Illini? I don't remember. We went to the Final Four and we got robbed by the refs. Who'd you play? Um, I don't remember, but I was just, it was just devastating. It had to we have been UCLA. Win. Yeah, 95, no. It was, uh, yeah, it could have been. Uh, I don't remember. We It was just, uh, we had a great team that time. It was, yeah. All right, well, piggyback off that, my best actually comes from the year 1995 as well. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas this week is number eight in the AP poll. Yeah. Uh, so it's the first time since 95 that we've been in the top 10. Wow. We used to live there. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, okay? definitely. Yeah. yeah. And we were in the Nolan 95 Richardson. Year, that's right. 95 year, we lost uh, to UCLA in the national championship game uh, when we could have repeated. But anyway, so that, that's awesome. Uh, we're back in the top 10. And, and my best, I saw this on Facebook um, a couple weeks ago, an old friend had shared it, and I wanted to read it to you guys here because it was hilarious. Do you know? You know, you're you've got a young one at home. The the nursery rhyme. This little piggy went to market. Mm-hmm. This little piggy stayed home. Everybody knows that nursery rhyme, right? Well, can I read to you what that means? Where it came from? The origin of it? Absolutely. You're gonna love this. I promise. <laughs> uh, let me let me get a little bit of music to go with it. Hang on. All right. All right. So, um, <clears throat> this little piggy went to market. When a pig goes to market. It's not to buy something. It's to be slaughtered and sold in the meat section. Amen. Okay. This little piggy stayed home. Well, not all pigs are ready for market every week. So this little pig got to stay home. (laughs) This little piggy had roast beef. Pigs are omnivorous. So when you fatten them up for market, you can feed them scraps off the table. You might save them some fat and some gristle from your roast beef to help them achieve their desired weight and size. Okay. So that pig had a good meal. This little piggy had none, because before market, the pigs are not fed so that cleaning their guts is easily easier facilitated, hmm. okay? And then this little p- piggy cried wee, wee, wee all the way home. Some pigs are offered to market and are not sold, and whether they realize their good luck or not, they come back home alive and happy. <laughs> so that's the origin. That was my best of the when I saw Maybe this. Maybe we should cancel that song, because it's offensive it to is, bacon. It sure is. It is <laughs> offensive. Like, at first, I'm like, oh, I want the piggy to be slaughtered. Anyways. <laughs> All right, that's my best. I'm the, sorry, I did have the wrong date on that. It did. was 1989. It was Stephen Pardo, uh, Stephen Bardo, uh, Kendall Gill, um, the Nick Anderson that was famous with Shaq that played with the Orlando Magic. Yeah, they Magic. were all on that same team, and it was 1989. We were in the Final Four against Duke, and we got knocked out. So, and that was the year that Glenn Rice in Michigan and Steve Fishers that they, they, they went on to win. Remember that team? That, yeah. And so, so, but yeah, that was our that was our glory day. 
I'm glad you just missed out my entire little pig. I know, section, right? Right? Like you weren't even paying attention, and that was gold. You're gonna have to go back and listen to the podcast, sir. I'm I'm on it, man. I love podcasts. All right, uh, Andrew, what's your best of the weekend? Well, I was just gonna say too that actually reminded me of that episode of Friends when Phoebe sings to the little elementary school kids, yes. and they're like, "Don't you know any songs about barnyard animals?" She's like, "Oh, sure." And it's like, <laughs> "The cow in the meadow goes moo, and the cow in the meadow goes moo, and we hit him on the head and grind him up nice, and that's how we get hamburgers." Yeah. <laughs> We may or may not sing that to our child, but it's fine. Um, That's terrible. <laughs> okay, so Tanner's going to sit here and scream and run the pews, but I will say that my best of the week, maybe I just had a really crappy week, but the best of the week was probably the worship night. you dang right it was. <laughs> it was good. It was no, good. no, no. I mean, like the worship night, Tanner does a great job with this, but I have a confession. I actually had a little bit of fun listening to and singing along with this stupid the stupid southern, southern song. gospel songs. It was it was actually fun, man. It was fun as well, a since you, you brought know, that up and I skipped over it earlier, but I've got another song that we could do. And our, our our personal redneck Morgan Freeman, actually, you know, the guy that does yeah. <laughs> the thing in here, he actually got Daniel, up and yeah. sang. Daniel sang that Sunday was good. night. That well, was like I that said, was epic. I've got a ton of songs we could do for this Joy in the Journey uh, sermon series. <laughs> All right, Same you're, group. You're pushing your luck. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying we could pull it off. We could pull it off. I, I would just say I just wanted to clarify. I did enjoy it. It was actually kind of fun. Alan, you, Daniel, it was it was actually kind of fun to get up there sing, even listening to Tony and everybody Tony else that was job. singing. Yeah. Man. man, he did a great job. <laughs> My wife even said she goes, "I want to hear him sing Jimmy Buffett." <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, that would be so good. That would be so good. My shaker song. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I appreciate your kind words. The the band did a fantastic job everybody and, did it was great uh, we've had a lot of questions about is it going to be posted and uh, we had a lot of people absent from that night because of the spring break so we, did, we were just short in the media team um, i'm working hard to get it pieced together to where it sounds acceptable and kina hernandez will be here 30 minutes prior to service to sign autographs oh that was great. yeah that's right <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. she nailed it she nailed it all right guys uh you got got anything else you got a where to go to in tupelo um, Man, take your stuff to Four Seasons Equipment, your lawnmower, your weed eaters, all that good stuff. Go ahead and get it de-winterized. Yeah. And, man, Russ, the guys, I did will say Lynn Martin and some of those guys that work there from our church, they took one look at my lawnmower that had not been serviced in four years. Laughed. Lynn, no, Lynn literally said, I ain't working on this. Ah. <laughs> so they still did. They were uh, amazing. Take your stuff to Four Seasons. Get it ready for spring. Last night I went to, uh, we had a counseling case at 7. The guy gave me money to go to lunch. And I spent, um, I went to Bulldog Burger and got the yes. Lauren fried Lauren's avocado oh, yeah. hamburger. Slap your good. mom. It is amazing. Hey. With with sweet potato fries with the caramel dr uh, drizzle. Oh my. I was in heaven. We yes. took we took Alan and Lisa there Sunday for lunch. Yeah. And uh, Amy was there and she's like, she's uh, Amy G said, you've got to get, she's like, I, I haven't tried the special yet, but everyone's getting it. So you should get it. It was a beef patty, a fried bologna, and a fried egg. Stop it. It was the messiest burger I've ever had, Stop but it was it. one of the best Oh, ever. I'm going right yes, now. So good. Turn the podcast off. I'm it out. Was, it was so good. <laughs> uh, my where to go is actually not in Tupelo. It's in Fulton. We took them to Guy's Place. Um, yeah. If you haven't been to Guy's Place on the water Jason Beecham. That's right. Go yeah. check out Guy's Place in Fulton. It's fantastic. Delicious gumbo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the, the gumbo shrimp and was grits. amazing. The yeah. shrimp and grits, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our Connect Church podcast, episode nine. We love you guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace.